0: two of Project Distinct, the podcast that shows you how to make your efforts stand out so you can move up. Discover what it takes to grow your business and yourself with best-selling author and member of the Sales and Marketing Hall of Fame and the Professional Speakers Hall of Fame, Scott McCain.
1: Yesterday, we talked about the fact that people leave your business. Customers don't buy from you anymore because of perceived indifference. In other words, whoever the contact is with, with your organization or with you, rightly or wrongly, they are perceiving indifference. They're perceiving a lack of passion and commitment and connection. That's why they're leaving. So let's follow that up with another important aspect on today's Project Distinct, and that is what does talent have to do with customer experience? The quote from a recent blog post says, as digitalization changes the face of retail, There's been a shift of power to the consumer, which has completely changed the equation. So whether you're involved in retail, I'd expand it. Everything is touched by this. There's a shift of power to the customer. So how does the talent that our organization has, regardless of your size, you you can be General Motors or you can be a general store, it really doesn't matter because the people that you have dealing with your customers is going to determine the perception that the customers have about the quality of your business. We're going to be talking about that. It's an important topic on today's Project Distinct, brought to you by distinctionnation.com. What resources on what does it take to stand out in a hyper-competitive marketplace? Just go to distinctionnation.com. Sign up. is absolutely free. Download a 14-day audio program on how to create personal distinction, workbooks, everything you need. ebooks there, too. All free just for joining the nation. Come join our nation, Distinction nation.com here's a blog post from the last uh, few days from prasad rai he is the vice president of applications for oracle in india i I haven't worked for oracle before i've worked with some of their competitors for example uh, sap is a good client but uh, all of this deals with what's happening in the customer experience particularly as artificial intelligence comes in particularly as we have to look at how do we staff up our teams, regardless of the size of our business, as I said earlier, to be able to deal more effectively, more dynamically with customers out there in the marketplace. This blog post on bwpeople.businessworld.in, India. So bwpeople.businessworld.in says that digitation has changed the face of retail irrevocably. He says customers have burgeoning expectations around integrated and seamless experience, whether it's online or offline. Retailers need to change the way they think and innovate to remain ahead of the curve. And there's no doubt about that. He says in the Fortune U.S. 500 list, the largest employers are retailers. So the question is, how will teams of these companies cope and adapt at such a scale? It does, you don't have to be a Fortune 500 company. I'll say it one more time. It doesn't matter if you're my local body shop and I'm getting my car repaired. Whatever it is, the connection that I have with the people that you have makes the difference. It's how I'm going to judge whether or not you care about me as a customer and care about my business. So he suggests three steps to help us adapt to the future. One of the things that really gets me in this discussion is, we talk about artificial intelligence like organizations are going to be the only folks that have it. You don't think there's going to be consumer groups that have artificial intelligence to help us make selections about where we should do business? AI is going to become so prevalent, it's not just going to be in the hands of organizations and not in the hands of consumers. My buddy Dan Burris, in his Blog posts that he does, uh, emails. If if you're not on Dan's email list, it's a great one to sign up for. It's Daniel Burris, B U R R U S, DanielBurris.com. He has a newsletter called Strategic Insights, and as he says in his latest one, everyone is applying artificial intelligence and machine learning. He's written a lot about the disruptions in manufacturing, but it's in everything. Uh, It's in the construction industry. He writes about in his latest one, which makes up seven percent of the global workforce. So everybody is going to be involved in AI. So what do we do? Well, according to this VP of Applications for Oracle India, there are three steps that we need to look at. Number one, technology. It's not a solution by itself, but it plays a critical role in enabling employee success. He says, for instance, providing the sales team with smartphones that enable them to give correct and precise information to their customers where they only have to do things like scan the barcode of a shoebox and get key product information, but also the available sizes and colors and what you've got. Wouldn't that be cool? I was thinking about this when I was reading the blog post. Think about when you buy a pair of shoes and you see a pair that you like, what does the salesperson typically do? They have to go to the back room and leave you sitting there while they check on available styles and supply. Wouldn't it be cool if they could just kind of scan the shoe you like and tell you what colors, and sizes they have as they continue to help you rather than abandon you to go to the back room? These are the kinds of things we need to be thinking about. Next one he says is empowerment. The digitalization of retail has opened up new opportunities because of automation and efficiency. Robots are being used in stores for scanning inventory on shelves and ensuring it's in the right place. That's that's pretty cool. But what has to happen then is for the sales team to have better service for today's highly knowledgeable customer because they leverage that information. So empower your people to use for the customer's benefit the information that you're creating through these new technologies. But finally, and most importantly, training. Quote, investing in training can't be overstated. Successful retailers are those who are concentrating on training their field staff instead of closing or downsizing their business. Did you get that? That's really important. Let me say that one more time. Successful retailers are those who are concentrating on training their field staff instead of closing or downsizing their business. He says are some retailers have started using virtual reality in their training in order to enable the field staff to experience the pressures of high shopping days like Black Friday or holiday shopping. Last time I was in Australia, it was really cool because Volkswagen was showing how you could use virtual reality to demonstrate some of the features of the car so that employees would know the product more effectively and more efficiently, but also so that, for example, you could show a customer what the car will do if, a, for example, a dog like runs in front of them, how the car will break, which you obviously can't do that every time out on a test drive. So you can educate your team And you can help educate your consumer through virtual reality and other technologies that you use in training. So the three, again, empowerment, technology, and training are the steps that we need to do to make certain our talent, our teams, have the ability to deliver the level of customer experience that we desire. So the question is, are you going to just leave that to big organizations? And if you're part of a big organization... How are you going to get engaged to make that happen? But if you're a manager of a division or you're an individual sales professional, what can you do to educate and train yourself? Part of it is, as you're driving, listening to podcasts like this, part of it is using the time and the resources that you have to develop your own curriculum of self-study to move yourself to a higher level. One of the things that I found in common with distinctive leaders, distinctive performers, distinctive individuals is that they don't abdicate the responsibility for their own learning and education to the organization or to someone else. They grab the bull by the horns, so to speak, and they develop their own curriculum for learning and growth and education. That's part of why this podcast and many others like it are here. That's what you have to do to take it. To the highest level of distinction for your career and for your company that's all for today for project distinct thanks for listening i look forward to joining you again tomorrow with another new edition of project distinct
0: you've been listening to the podcast to help you create distinction so you can stand out and move up project distinct with scott mccain to have scott become your virtual coach and to discover more distinctive resources